you know, Nick, after today's episode, I think you might have a little bit of a change of heart. Here's the thing. I've had 30 plus years of hatred built up for this. Mm-hmm. I've been, and I've been just waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> well, I think uh, if you don't have a newfound love, hopefully you'll have a newfound respect for it. Um, doubtful, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Serial. Serial! 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 Today we're going to start with a serial that we have in just a few episodes already been pretty vocal about how we feel about it. I mean, yeah, it's no secret. There's no love lost between me and the serial, between Paul and the serial. We're talking about Pebbles today. We're absolutely talking about Pebbles, both varieties. It's like I, I almost don't even want to talk about it because that gives it too much legitimacy. It gives it too much too much value just to even bring it up. If we bring it up, it's like you, you're confirming that it exists and you should, it does not, it should not have serialhood is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's one of those serials for me that I've, I've always really wanted to like it. Like I've really tried and I just can't, I'm just constantly disappointed by it. Yeah. It really, uh, it really is one of those serials that you, you want to give it a chance. You, you, every once in a while you think, you know what? I hated this cereal a long time ago, but, you know, I'm a grown-up now. I eat Brussels sprouts. Uh, you know, I pay for my own meals. Maybe I've grown into liking these kinds of cereals. No. No, no it's it's always disappointing every time. Mm-hmm. Every and time. you're just like, man, fell for it again. It's like, scra- it again. it's like scratch-off lottery tickets. <laughs> but at least scratch-off lottery tickets, like the money somehow goes to, like, children's education or something like that. And there's like, a potential for a payout. Right, exactly. With, with Rudy Pebbles, it's disappointment every time. The only the only hope that you have is in your own head. And mm-hmm. it's it's trapped forever. Oh boy. Well, let's take a let's take a little history course here. I started doing some digging, and there's a lot of very interesting backstory to this serial, which and so I kind of have a newfound respect for the history. And sort of the story of the cereal, it doesn't mean you have to enjoy eating it. But from a <laughs> trivia perspective, it's, it's quite fascinating. So uh, it's by the Post uh, Cereal Company. And in the 1950s and 60s, you had a cereal called Rice Crinkles. Rice Crinkles? Post Sugar Rice Crinkles. It's got a bunch of names. It's Sugar Rice Crinkles, S- Super Rice Crinkles. And they had something with sparkles, like sparkles. Super rice crinkle sparkle, something like that. I can't believe that a cereal called Rice Crinkles didn't make it in the marketplace. <laughs> and if you go out there and look right now, it was endorsed by this super creepy clown. Take it from Crinkles. That's me. Well, see, it makes sense now because once you pour milk onto like Fruity Pebbles or Rice Crinkles or whatever, and you like leave it sit there for about like. 13 to 14 seconds, it does look like the uh, liquefied cremains of a clown. So A crying clown. It, look, it looks like, it looks like uh, uh, the hopes and dreams of a clown cried into a bowl. That's what it looks like. So go ahead and look at that. It's a black and white commercial. It's, it's, I couldn't even click the play button. It was so terrifying. <laughs> um, they replaced Crinkles. His name was Crinkles, too. Crinkles the Clown. Ugh. They replaced Crinkles the Clown. 
with a stereotypically offensive Asian mascot. Oh, boy. Uh, haircut, squinty eyes, uh-huh. um, kimono, and his name is Sohai. Oh, God. Because really? he's only... Yeah, and so he's, at times he's wearing, like, the cone hat, like uh, Raiden wears from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. And other times he's wearing a bowl of Soha, of uh, sugar crinkles on his head. <laughs> Uh, and according to so uh, Mr. Breakfast, MrBreakfast.com, by the way, is an awesome serial website. And yeah. according to some interviews from back in the day, his name is so high because he's like hunched over with, and he's like holding the cereal like on his back. And he, his name's so high because he's only so high from the ground. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> it's Jesus. Terrible. It's brutal. It's brutal. So you've got that. Um, and it's, it's, it's really a Bush League serial. They, they're trying to, you know, they've got these stupid campy little mascots. They even did a promo with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang where you could get the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. The, like a child could win the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car? So, no, no, it's like a, a Matchbox car. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like somebody just won, like a kid just won the Batmobile or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but it's the Adam West one and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the cereal's not doing well. So you're you're getting into the late 60s, early 70s, and there's a product manager at Post who, after a lot of finagling and probably a lot of uh, deals and discussions, they end up licensing the use of the Flintstones from Hanna-Barbera to not only save this cereal, but apparently Post's cereal business was kind of not doing so hot. So they're going to license the use of this Flintstones character's to reinvigorate their cereal. So here's what I found very interesting. They finally end up releasing Pebbles in 1971. Mm-hmm. So I started doing some research on the Flintstones. Do you know when the Flintstones originally aired? Like 1956, something like that? Uh, you're close, from 1960 to 1966. Okay. And there are all these incredible facts. It was the first animated primetime American TV series. And it was the most financially successful network franchise, animated franchise, until The Simpsons. That makes that adds up. I'm, I'm, yeah, that, I mean, you don't think about that. You don't think about the Flintstones being like that. I mean, it's definitely a seminal part of a culture, mm-hmm. but you don't think about it being like as successful a franchise as it was, especially for only airing for six years. Like it only aired for six seasons, right? Seven yeah, seasons. Absolutely. And then, and what's also interesting is I remember as a kid seeing clips of black and white Flintstones episodes, but I don't ever remember seeing like a Flintstones rerun in black and white. Right. And I think part of the reason was I've seen these clips and it's awesome where you have uh, Fred smoking a cigarette. <laughs> have you ever seen those? <laughs> I don't think so. It's like black and white. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's a cool Winston cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so there were two sponsors of seasons one and two, and Winston was one of the co-sponsors, uh, Welch's being the other one. So they would like animate in these um, integrated commercials towards the end. So it was like part of the show, but it wasn't part of the show. And, you know, um, Wilma would light him up a cool Winston cigarette. And then um, make him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with that <laughs> tobacco jelly that's in, the, that's in the fridge. Where's my grape juice? <laughs> Um, so get the smuckers out of the house, Wilma. (laughs) It's Welch's or nothing. It's Welch's, Wilma. So 
as they're writing the show, in season three comes out, they want to write in a child. Uh, they were going to have the Flintstones have a boy, but the the marketing guys, the fat cats, um, told them to write in a female baby because they could move more female dolls rather than male dolls. So that's how they get pebbles. I know that that's a really smart move, but still feel, it, it feels, feels gross. It still feels it gross. feels so deceptive. Like yeah. you feel, you're like, come on. <laughs> um, and at, at that time, Winston leaves uh, the show and Welch's becomes the main sponsor and they start writing in grape juice and jelly into the show, which I, I mean, they don't even, I, I guess they do product placement now, but mm-hmm. is it that, odd? well, I guess, and it's a cartoon. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like we can't, they can't make them do whatever they want, but do the, is, is product placement that obvious? Oh nowadays? yeah. Especially car commercials. Like uh, cars and television today are ridiculous. Like new girl is notorious for this. Are they doing it like, Kind of to be campy, or are they like being serious? It depends on the take. Like Thirty Rock did it, but Thirty Rock does it in a very break the fourth wall kind of way. Yeah, like they did the great with the Snapple mascot and the Verizon phones. The Verizon phone one was my favorite. I love that. That's great. Can we have our money now? Is that how New Girl and all these other shows do it? I feel like New Girl could get away with it when they start hitting like the buzzwords and they start hitting like the like the requirements. You're just like, oh, I'm watching a commercial now. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, like if they use like patented words that don't mean anything. It's like the hands-free park assist feature system. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Once Pebbles is born, the show really starts becoming uh, more focused on children and less adults because it was an adult focused show for the first couple seasons. The uh, adult audience starts to dwindle off and it becomes a lot more of a kid show, um, which is perfect for more marketing, more tie-ins. Season four, the Rebels adopt Bam Bam, which I also found interesting that he's adopted. Yeah. And there's sort of like a subtle, I guess there's there's a subtle nod to the fact that Barney and Wilma can't have, or Barney, sorry, Barney and Betty can't have uh, a child of their own. And it's like kind of the first show to address infertility on American primetime television. I mean, I'm not saying that Barney and Betty didn't probably get around. I mean, those those two couples were very close. But yeah, they were very close. They were very close. And had that show lasted into the 70s a little bit deeper. Oh, yeah. Total, total key party going on. Key parties all day long, even though like (laughs) there's only there's only two couples and there's only two keys in that bowl with uh, maybe Mr. Maybe Mr. Slate comes over with with his wife. (laughs) And the great kazoo. The great kazoo. So you've got this show that only lasts six seasons um, and then they continue to have spinoffs and specials. Remember specials? Yeah. TV specials. So they would do like a Flintstones Christmas special and a this and that and the other thing. And because I found that gap interesting. You've got a, a five-year gap between the last airing of a new episode and the the Fruity Pebbles coming out. Right. Although I think part of the success of that show is the theme song. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt at all. Like it is a, it was a really catchy, just a classic theme song. You don't get theme songs like that anymore. And it's interesting how everybody has heard of the Flintstones and they know the song. Everybody knows the song. I mean, everybody knows. It's just Mm -hmm. fun to say. And then at the end when he goes, 
1971, Post decides to, you know, license the Flintstones characters as the mascots for this serial. And this was, this was also a first. What they normally would do is you, and you see it now, you would license a character to do like a promotional serial, like they have Batman serial mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Disney does all this stuff. This basically licensed it in sort of, I'm sure it wasn't indefinitely, but they, they designed this whole product around a pre-existing character. Mm. And they came with uh, Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles right off the bat, guns blazing. Wow. And they used the old sugar rice crinkles as the base for the cereal. The original working names are so bad. You know that the, the post-product guys came up with these and they like lean back and they're like, that's it. I mean, these are, the, these are the same yokels that came up with So High. So let's uh, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I can't, have, wait, uh, I can't wait to hear what they came up with for new product names. Flint chips <laughs> and rubble stones. Oh, so <laughs> bad. <laughs> rubble stones. Yeah, somebody probably thought about that. They, they like went home that night and they're just beaming to their wife. They're like, I came up with rubble stones tonight. I think we're going to go with it. I think that, that's the one. I think I, I've made my career on rubble stones. Well, all they did was break Flintstones in half. <laughs> right. Yeah. Rubble stones? I mean, I get it would... Uh, that's redundant. And it would make more sense to say, like, stone rubble, I guess. Uh, or is, it, is rubble just broken stone? Yeah. Also, rubble is garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. As is the cereal. Oh! oh! hi <laughs> So, Post has their, uh, their agency... Um, Benton and Bowles, which is a pretty famous New York agency back in the uh, 50s, 60s, 70s. They get to work on it and they recommend uh, pebbles, cocoa and fruity pebbles. Good job, guys. Way to go. Way to, sa- way to save the brand. I mean, good Lord almighty. Basically, Post is, is like the most self-destructive of all the cereal brands now, right? Post is basically just like a train wreck of a cereal brand that can't, they can't get out the gate. They, 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 they're self-sabotaging. They are basically just drunk at the bar while everybody else is just coming up with like classic cereals. Post mm. can't even get past themselves. Yeah, Post definitely has a, a uh, catalog of – they're not in the Malto meal category where they're basically a mainstream private label. They're, but they're sort of like – they kind of – Knock off cereals, but they kind of make a they're a slight twist. They're like the Skechers of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> they so, they've got like oh, we kind of make our own shoe, but they're really just Toms. But we've <laughs> we've changed the sole a little bit or something like that. <laughs> they're called Bobs. What are you talking about? They're Bobs. They're different. They're completely different. Well, at least Tom's gives sound, away different a, letters. It's the same. It's different. <laughs> at least Tom's gives away a free pair. Of sh- no, we do it too. We do it. Too. We give away two actually. A left one and a right one. Hello. <laughs> so what's here's the other thing that's that is weird, but but commendable. I'm ready for it. They did a lot of research into the look and flavor and consistency of the cereal to match the expectations of what people would expect the Flintstone cereal to be like. Right. And this is what they ended up with. <laughs> they ended up with a cereal that looks like. That if you were like you, I I don't know how much of Breaking Bad you saw, but if you saw the first season of Breaking Bad, you know they melt a person 
It looks like if they did that to a clown and it spilled into a, a bo- into the ground, they they dried it and then they flaked it off and put it in a, in a box. That's what it looks like. <laughs> they, <laughs> they dried it and it was like a piece of glass and they hit it with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's very much like Breaking Bad. And that's what you eat. You eat the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the sad remains of a melted clown. So how do you really feel about the cereal? Like? <laughs> and that's what's fascinating. Everyone knows it gets soggy. Everyone knows it It doesn't really start out crunchy from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were going for. You know, again, who are we to judge? It's been around for 40 years. Yeah, I, I think it's primarily uh, based on cartoon characters and brightness. I think it's it, it, brightness <laughs> and chocolate is, is, is what... It's not, it's not like they've come out with a peanut butter pebbles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not trading on the sludge quality of their cereal. It's not like it's not like Post came out and was like you know what yeah maybe Cracklin' Oat Brands got, is the cracklinest and maybe you know cornflakes are the crunchiest but we're going to be the sludgiest that's that's where we're that's our niche that's where we're going to make it guys we're going to be the sludgiest cereal on the market. Well, they they're owning that space, man. Oh, I mean, there's nobody that can even compete. And and I always used to think that Cocoa Pebbles was similar to. Cocoa Krispies. Right. Yeah. But it, it is in my head too, but it's not. You just, and you want them to be the same. Yeah. It doesn't even, it's not even crunchy right off the bat. It's almost like it went, it's like stale flakes. It's like immediately stale. It's like they don't even care at the, the Fruity Pebbles factory. They just like leave it out and they're like, oh, do you want to put these in boxes? I don't know, I guess. Whatever. We'll get to it. I'm on break. <laughs> I'm like, on my Winston break. <laughs> I got to go talk. I got to go make sure the mole people are making the honey budgets vote. So I'll be right back. <laughs> How old is the uh, Fruity Pebbles machinery in that factory? It's just like oh, man, it's it's been, good... it's been updated since uh, since uh, So High was around. <laughs> and it's got like a nice sheen of like rainbow dust on it. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, it, you know, it is a gluten free cereal. Is it? It is. Oh wow! Maybe it's that's a, what, maybe that's what why it's still around. It's because celiacs can actually eat that cereal. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about it. It is so absurdly fruity. Like it mm-hmm. is so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's almost like fruit stripe gum type, where it's just so potent. And I, I think part of the reason, besides the Flintstones uh, piece, I think the Flintstones are a big part of its success. But there's not a flavor and shape equivalent. It really is the only cereal sort of in that area. Yeah, there's there's nothing. I mean, Fruit Loops is like sugary and sweet, but it's not not the same way. Like there's a, there's a structure. Like Fruit Loops has got a structure to it, mm-hmm. and and Fruity Pebbles has it's it's just it's just it's chaos. It's jazz. It's just and then tricks are so. I mean, you've got hoops, you've got the the puffs, but you don't have a a. A crispy, a, a, you know, a crispy rice fruit flavor. And what's interesting is nobody has even thought about getting into the, into that market. <laughs> nobody wants to get into the sludgy fruit flavored mm. market? I, mm. I don't understand. Why doesn't Kellogg's want to get into that market? They could easily do a fruit flakes, though. Yeah, they could. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe one day when uh, Kellogg's uh, uh, falls from grace, maybe they'll think about some fruit flakes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? Let's take the Fruit Loops. Let's put them under that rolling pin thing over at the food factory. And then just let them dry out and we'll smash them up. Bam. 
knock off uh, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> that would be a sad day mm-hmm. at the Kellogg's factory. It's like, this This is what's coming That's down like to their course. last gasp attempt before the big foreign buyout. Boys, take a knee. <laughs> we're going to have to do... We're going to have to do something that we never thought that we're going to have to do. We're going to have to make a Fruity Pebbles. Now I know... I know that you'd rather throw yourselves out this window than make a Fruity Pebbles cereal, but... But, but boys, we have to save the Kelloggs. We may have to suffer and swallow our prides, but don't worry, we'll all commit seppuku on the beach at, at sunset. <laughs> don't worry, we won't have to swallow this cereal. <laughs> I'll die before I actually eat this cereal. <laughs> How's it taste? I don't know. You think I'm crazy, man? <laughs> I'm not a psychopath. So do you feel the same way about Cocoa Pebbles? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the Fruity Pebbles is worse, but uh, yeah, Cocoa Pebbles is the same. It's the same sludge. It's like, it's benefited by the fact that chocolate's amazing. And you get a good milk afterwards. You get least. a great, I mean, you get a great milk afterward if you could like strain through the sludge. But mm-hmm. um, if, yeah, if somehow you're able to separate the sludge from the milk, it's a great milk afterward. But like Fruity Pebbles leaves nothing for you. It's like, it becomes a sludge. You, if you somehow are able to strain the, the milk from the sludge, the, the milk is too sweet for you to drink. Whatever you get at the at, at the bottom of a f- bowl of Fruity Pebbles is nothing but desperation and sadness. Once you drink Fruity Pebble milk, you get the sudden realization that all flavors are fake. <laughs> like, it's like a it's like a it's like an existentialist realization like as a, even as like a six-year-old the first time a six-year-old drinks fruity pebble milk you realize that all that life is of is false that uh we survive in a food artifice and that life is meaningless that's what you get at, that's at the bottom of every bowl of fruity pebbles that's what's waiting for you wow that's like depressing I'm, i mean this, it's, a, it's a depressing cereal it's not me it's, it's fruity pebbles I bought a box um, for this recording. Yeah. If you can eat it fast enough, mm-hmm. it's not bad. However, I don't think anybody can eat it fast enough. <laughs> it, I mean, you have to do like a uh, like a small amount at a time. Very small amount. Like a soft-boiled egg cup. Either you eat it like Kobayashi. <laughs> Or you do like a small, like a teacup, like a, like a, like a doll party teacup. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like a, you could do a shot of pebbles is what I'm saying. Pebble shots. There's got to be like a fruit flavor vodka and half and half, bam, pebble shots. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Drink it before it curdles, <laughs> just like the cereal. <laughs> so one advantage that this, that pebbles has over almost all cereals is the advertising is pretty, it's, it, it writes itself, right? You've got two well-known characters and your concept is Barney's always trying to steal Fred's pebbles. Basically, it's tricks, but with Flintstones characters. Exactly. You got like, yeah, the concept of, which you've touched on previously, is someone's trying to steal the cereal from the people. It's Lucky the Leprechaun, uh, the Tricks Rabbit, which is the one where they, like, they never give him the cereal. Is it silly rabbit tricks are for kids? And it's like right at the end, they're like, hey, like, here's a spoonful, psych. I think that there's one time that the trick rabbit actually tried to buy the cereal from the store. Even then, they're just like, no, you can't even legitimately <laughs> purchase the cereal. You, you, there's nothing you can do. We're going to stop you at all times. And we're going to be like grossly 
uh, in your face about it. We're going to rub your nose in it like you, you're a puppy that just peed on the floor. And we're going to be like, ha ha, silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids, not for dumb rabbits. <laughs> the poor droids. They just want to drink at the cantina. They just want to drink at the cantina. Uh, but it's not like they drink, or maybe they do. They drink pebble milk. In the future, Star Wars, it fuels aliens. You saw what happened when they cut open the android from Alien. Spoiler alert. He was filled with pebble milk. It's, it's all pebble milk. And that's why they're all so sad. <laughs> they have no emotion. They had it. <laughs> they had emotion. At one point, they are, they are all built with emotion. But then they're filled with pebble milk and they lost their, their will to live. <laughs> I do, just, do you remember any specific uh, pebbles scenarios? That have any meaning, or is it just sort of the standard? I mean, Barney, my pebbles. Well, that's the the the, the Christmas one is the one that always comes to mind for me. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, the Christmas one is still stuck in my head. Every Christmas, I still get. I never. I I haven't seen that commercial in years. But every Christmas, I still think of. Ho ho ho! I'm ho ho hungry. Ho ho ho! I'm ho ho hungry. <laughs> is that when? Barney is dressed like Santa. Yeah, he tries to dress like Santa, but Santa's already downstairs eating the pebbles. And mm-hmm. Barney gets down on the ground. He's like, Santa, my pebbles. And Fred's like, your pebbles. And Santa's all like, does this need to be sharing, Fred? Happy holidays, pal. Like that song, that, that commercial is, is drilled into my head. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's along the lines of the um, Hershey's Kisses playing the bells. <laughs> yeah, that one too. Yeah, and the um, the Cadbury Bunny auditions. It's like they wrote <laughs> one good commercial, and I mean they'll play the Cadbury one now, and it's in low def. Yeah. Not only is it the original tapes, it's got the black bars on the side, and it looks like they're just broadcasting a VHS recording. Yeah, I know, but still, like I'll, every time that the lion tries out, <laughs> friendlier maybe. Like I still laugh at that. That still makes me. That still makes me laugh. It plays, man. It plays. I tell you, it does play, even though it's low quality. Yeah, the the holiday one is um is one that that sticks out to me, and I don't remember a lot of cocoa pebbles commercials i really remember a lot more of the fruity pebbles commercials yeah i remember fruity pebbles commercials the cocoa pebbles commercials one i feel like that barney can't steal cocoa pebbles because like it's bam bam was the the mascot like that should be barney cereal right come to think of it like if you look at the pebbles cereals as being like uh proxies for the children like barney's constantly trying to steal fred's child all the time well he's he's I don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's trying to kidnap Fred's child and eat it all the time. See, I think that's you, bro. I don't think that's the cereal. <laughs> that's how desperate Barney is to have, like, a family. He, he, he couldn't, he couldn't have, he was, he's, his swimmers are dead. He can't, he can't, uh, he can't impregnate his wife. And uh, he had to adopt Bam Bam. Bam Bam is a, is a ruckus. Like, he's, he wreaks havoc everywhere. But Pebbles, always so chill, like super chill kid. I mean, gets into trouble every once in a while, but, you know, that's just that's just the way the Flintstones are. That's just prehistoric times. And then so Barney wants to have like that family, wants to have that cool, chill family, wants to have like the, the, the nuclear family and trying to steal Fred's kid all the time. But we uh, we we see it through uh, through cereal. We see it through Pebbles so that it's not as disturbing as it could be. Yeah, you're either insane and way out there, or this is super dark. <laughs> it's I'm like really dark. This is what I'm saying is waiting for you at the bo- bottom of every bowl of fruity pebbles. It's all only darkness and evil. 
<laughs> okay, so this <laughs> there are there are different varieties of the cereal, and I got to be honest with you, I knew we would end up going down this path. So I didn't even bother researching what flavors have been out there. I'm sure they've had variations on fruity or cocoa, but I'm sure you've seen these ice cream pebbles. Oh, I have seen ice cream pebbles. I think it's like sherbet flavor. Yeah. I mean, can that it's, be anything? Other, I mean, do they even bother with the pebbles at that point? Is it just like a like a thing full of flavored sugar? Is it just a bag full of flavored sugar that you just pour into a bowl? <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds... Everyone knows my feelings on vanilla flavored cereals. Yeah. This just sounds... Terrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind a vanilla flavored cereal, but when you have like cocoa and fruity pebbles, like at least chocolate and cereal has a, a rich history of being acceptable at the breakfast table. Mm-hmm. Fruity, fruity pebbles at least has the artifice of being fruit. Well, it's got a track record. You right. can't argue with its track record. Right. But when you introduce or- a cereal that pretends to be ice cream, like mm-hmm. that's a that's a bridge too far. And it's basically just probably got a powdered cream flavor to it, you mm-hmm. know? It's fruity pebbles with like a fake I'm I'm guessing it's got some artificial vanilla flavor that would just make me pass out. Yeah. No oh, good. No good. Well, here's the next thing and I I'm really hoping you can speak to some of this is I feel like pebbles has sort of uh, found a new life and a new acceptance. In the food world. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that we get to talk about this because it yeah, definitely does. And someone, I mean, we all knew this, but somebody finally said, you know what? This cereal needs to stay dry. <laughs> and the only thing in the world that tastes worse than Fruity Pebbles dry are sprinkles. Uh-huh. And they've basically become like a hip, cool replacement for rainbow sprinkles. For sure. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And like for everything that I've said about only doom and desperation being at the bottom of a bowl of fruity pebbles, like it's uh, like if I see it on top of a, a donut or pie, like it tastes so good. And that's, that's really fruity pebbles destiny It's like mm-hmm. people are wasting their time, like trying to put it in a bowl and trying to eat it out of a bowl with cereal or with milk, get it out of the cereal aisle. Put it in the baker's aisle. That's mm-hmm. where Fruity Pebbles belongs. It belongs as like a, an, a like a nice crunchy topping for your pies and for your, your pastries. Yeah. You know what Indiana Jones would say about Fruity Pebbles and milk? What's that? Uh, that belongs in a museum. <laughs> that cereal with milk, it's old. It huh? is. It Nobody is. needs that anymore. No. And we've gone from Stone Age to Renaissance right here. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, as we all know, I'm not as hip as Nick, but I'm a big <laughs> fan of like frozen yogurt places. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I love the fact that they've got so many cereal toppings. Yeah. What? Pebbles being one of them. And it's a great, it's a great frozen yogurt topping. It's because mm-hmm. it's three pebbles has that burst of flavor. It doesn't freeze. So that, like when you bite into it, you don't break all your teeth. Mm-hmm. Ironic because it's named after rocks, but um, um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's got that, it's got that burst of flavor. It's got the, you can, it's got that crunch to it. Yeah. I'm really happy that it has taken on as a topping. Yeah. That's its destiny, man. You called it by the way too. When I get like Menchies or something like that, it's really just a vehicle for me to eat candy. Sure. Yeah, of course. It's like, I never buy frosted animal crackers at home. So I'm just going to fill a bowl with it on top of my peach yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. They don't taste good together, but I'm really just here for the cookies and that, oh, they make this stuff that is probably so bad for you. It's like cheesecake bites. (laughs) Yeah. 
I have no idea how they make them or even what it is. I probably don't want to know, but it is so good. And it's that's like a- cheesecake dice. I'm having a hard time finding some of these more hip, cool, fruity pebble uh, confections. Uh, the Super Serial Podcast obviously is on Instagram. And we're sort of connected with a bunch of different food uh, groups out there. And there's like a donut shop in Chicago that's got a whole line of cereal donuts. Mm-hmm. There's one. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a donut place here, too, that, that, that does that cereal uh, top donuts, including Fruity Pebbles and Fruit Loops. Really? So is the Fruity Pebbles on top of like the pink icing? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do they do a Cinnamon Toast Crunch donut? They do. Yeah, they do have one of those. Oh, man. Yeah. Those all look really good. Yeah. And then I saw some uh, ice cream uh, sort of creations that are using Fruity Pebbles. Again, it's like they take a cone and they roll it in the pebbles. Brilliant idea. Um, Such a good oh, idea. There was a There's a place in New York. I wish I could remember it. And it looks like they do a milkshake. Uh-huh. And the cup is edible. Oh, man. So I think it's it looks like a chocolate-covered waffle cup uh-huh. think like a uh, like a fast food cup like a smaller medium fast food cup it's chocolate covered there's toppings on the outside of the cup right and then they fill it with ice cream and, and like milkshake and whipped cream and toppings and then as you get through the thing you just start eating the cup oh. and then if you also look up fruity pebbles recipes mm-hmm. just like online there's tons of stuff yeah it's it's very encouraging to see that Somebody had the foresight to be like, God, I bought all these. Because also Fruity Pebbles comes in a huge box. Mm-hmm. Comparatively, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so somebody's like, I'm stuck with all these friggin' pebbles, man. And then. <laughs> I've, already, I've just gotten over all the sadness and depression that I've suffered from <laughs> actually eating a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. Now, what am I going to do with the rest of the cereal? And then, you know, ice cream topping, cupcake, yeah. uh, cookie toppings. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, I've seen recipes for Fruity Pebbles. Uh, they take the place of Funfetti. Like you bake it into the batter. <gasps> it was like a Funfetti kind of thing. Oh that's a great God. idea. It's a great idea. And that's what I'm saying. It's like that's that's Fruity Pebbles' destiny. It's been wasting our time being in the cereal aisle when it belongs in the baking aisle. It's kind of like those people that discover they're a really good painter at like 50 years old. Yeah. That's what Fruity Pebbles is. Yeah. It's been It's been – you know, meandering around in the, in the cereal for so long, just like fooling people into, into thinking that it's it's a fine cereal to eat and, you know, tricking them with cartoon characters and bright mm-hmm. colors when really it belongs in a different aisle entirely. Well, there was society telling the cereal that this is who you are and this is all you're going to be and you need to accept it. Yeah. And for a long time, it did. And now it's 2016 and we know that Fruity Pebbles... Has a different destiny. Like a phoenix rising from the rubble. So, Paul, at the beginning of this podcast, you told me that by the end of this episode, I would have a newfound respect for Pebble cereal. And I didn't believe you because I hate Fruity Pebbles so much. Mm-hmm. But here I am, longing for some Fruity Pebbles. So thank you guys for listening to the Super Serial Podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google 
play music and probably other places too that I'm not even thinking of. But if you are on iTunes, why don't you uh, tell us a rating our way? Uh, give us a few stars, maybe five or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, tell us what you think of, of the of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And then we're we're on Facebook, having a little conversations here or there, posting sort of supporting material. You can find our Tumblr page, which is what we consider our air quote website. Our website, because it's free. <laughs> and uh, also on Instagram, uh, so the Instagram is is managed by Nick and I, and and it's fun because as we find serial related items out in the real world we just slap them up there yeah. and all that good stuff and send us your pics you know we've, we've started to receive some pictures and and we'll we'll post those up on the social media channels and get everyone involved it's serial everyone has a serial experience yeah and we also have a twitter if you prefer to talk to us in 140 characters or less uh so on twitter we are the super serial pod because uh our handles so many letters and uh yeah, everywhere else we're a super serial podcast. Just uh, just uh, give us a look. Put those thumbs to work, kids. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. And this has been Serial. Serial. It's a nice, nice calm ending to that one. Serial.